and he gave him commandments before his face, and a law of life and instruction. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Just a brief word today, because we celebrate, as you know, the feast of St. Kiran, the abbot of Clonmel Noyce. And St. Kiran would be um, emblematic of Irish monasticism. He would in some way be uh, an icon of the typical Irish abbot. And so it's important that today we pay due attention to the place of St. Kiran in Irish monastic history. Many of you, I'm sure, have visited the ruins of Clonmacnoise, but we are hard-pressed to imagine what it must have been like in its golden age when there would have been thousands of monks at Clonmacnoise. Uh, Clonmacnoise was, in fact, not only a monastery, but a place of high learning, a kind of monastic university sending missionary monks uh, to the continent. And so we have on this feast of St. Kiran to consider that at one time Ireland was blanketed in monasteries from north to south and east to west. We have to recall that the very heartbeat of this island was call to prayer, the sound of the abbey bells in every place. There would not have been, I think, a single townland in which one would not have heard the monastic call to prayer, albeit in the distance. Today, of course, people, tourists, come to Ireland and uh, guides drive them about to see the ruins, the ruins of Ireland's ancient abbeys. And very few of the tourists who come to Ireland have any notion at all of a living monasticism. The very idea that there would still be monks uh, is, is completely uh, beyond the pale for most of these people. But there still are monks. And we, we live in continuity uh, with not only St. Kiran, but with all our monastic forefathers in this holy island of saints and scholars. And if you want a portrait of St. Kiran, you have only to look at this mass, uh, the common of holy abbots. Uh, I, I'm very sorry that I made a mistake with the gradual, uh, intoning the wrong gradual, but such mistakes were made even in the time of St. Augustine. And we know that in his preaching he would accommodate himself to the mistake of the cantor, saying, well, the gradual should have been this psalm, but the cantor intoned another. So I shall speak on the psalm intoned by the cantor, seeing in that a kind of providence of God, right? the marvelous adaptability of St. Augustine even to the mistakes of his cantors. In any case, this mass of a holy abbot gives us a 
portrait of Saint Kiran. The mouth, the just, shall meditate wisdom. The monastic way of prayer is to take what has been chanted in choir, to take it to heart, and in solitude then to repeat, to repeat what we can call the Lectio Divina Prima, the monk's primary Lectio Divina, his primary hearing and reception of the Word of God is in choir, and that he takes from the choir uh, that portion of the Word of God given him by the liturgy of the day, and he repeats it until by dint of repetition it passes from the head into the heart. So we have that going on in the intro. And then, uh, what a beautiful portrait is given us of St. Kiran, or of any abbot for that matter, in the epistle. He sanctified him in his faith and meekness and chose him out of all flesh. For he, he being God, heard him, him referring in this case today to St. Kiran, for he heard him and his voice. It's a beautiful thing, God inclining his ear to the prayer of this holy abbot Kiran and brought him into a cloud. I'm often struck by this passage in the epistle from the Mass of Abbots. Audivit enim eum et vocem ipsius. He heard him and his voice, and induxit ilum in nube. This, and, and brought him into a cloud, not just any cloud, but here the cloud of the Divine Presence. Reference here uh, to the cloud that in sacred scripture represents the very presence of the glory of God. To think that the liturgy of abbots says that the man, Kiran or any other abbot, was taken by God into the cloud, into, into the divine presence, there to speak to God face to face as a man is wont to converse with his friend. This was said of, of Moses. And he, being God, gave him commandments before his face and the law of life, this lex vitae, this law of life, it's the monastic rule and uh, discipline. And so the, the epistle gives us a kind of um, insight into the interior life of St. Kiran today. And then, of course, we come to the Gospel. We read this Gospel very frequently, with all its out, 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 outs in it. Uh, and that's the last part of the Gospel. Um, out being a Latin word for or. Uh, and everyone that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake. We have to understand that uh, in the day of Ireland's strong 
tribal culture, the culture of families. And in this island where land is so highly prized, the resonance of this leaving house. House? How could you leave your house? That's to leave your inheritance. That's to leave your roots. That's to leave your identity. A terrible thing for a man to walk away from his house. Or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children. Every human connection or lands. The Irish man's attachment to his land is proverbial. And the, the radical call of this gospel to walk away from it all, house, family, and land for the love of Jesus Christ. And that goes to the heart of the monastic experience of St. Kieran and all those thousands of monks who flourished at Clonmacnoise, as it does go to the heart of the rule of St. Benedict. For St. Benedict tells us to prefer nothing, nothing, to the love of Christ. And in the communion antiphon, uh, uh, we shall sing of uh, St. Kieran as the faithful and wise servant whom his Lord uh, setteth over his family. The abbot is set over the monastic family. To do what? The communion will tell us what an abbot does. To give them their measure of wheat. This uh, speaks to the abbot as priest who distributes to his monks not only the bread of the word of God in his preaching in the chapter and in the oratory on occasion, but he nourishes them. This measure of wheat is the adorable and life-giving 